Dead Bodies is not for the squeamish and is intended for mature audiences. Well, here's a little treat, a little bonus episode that we're giving you. Here we are, not on a Monday. No, because we have so much feedback on various things we wanted to share with you. I can't it, believe people like us. It still blows my mind that people listen know, to us and like us. I know, I know. It's so exciting, isn't it? Do you want to go first? Uh, well, yes, because I'm still mad at you. Oh, let it go. I'm still let it go, really shitted off. That's not a word. <laughs> I'm annoyed still that you kept that story from us about the friend. Oh, I've got a friend. And oh, yeah, by the way, he raped someone and cut her legs off. Remember that story? Yes. We're going back there. So you you haven't lied because you said. In my head, I was thinking, am I remembering this correctly? Right. So then you've gone to a dear friend of ours, Tammy Mills, at the age. Because you said uh, on that episode that you could remember it being in the paper. Yes. And I tried to find it online, couldn't find it anywhere Appealed to Tammy's better nature. Yeah, she's and a fabulous she crime went reporter at the through, age. She is fantastic. She went back through the archives at the age, and she was able to actually find the story. And you know, I was so excited because it fitted with what I remembered. Like I was hoping that I hadn't told oh, you a whole lot of bullshit. Your recall is fantastic. Well, I was sort of while I was telling it, I was thinking I'm making this up to make no. it sound a bit more exciting well, here's than it is. The proof. Okay, this is the article: life term for man found guilty of woman's murder by. Pamela Pinto. This is actually on our Facebook page, but this is for those who aren't on our Facebook page. A young man who stabbed an old woman to death after beating and sexually assaulting her was yesterday found guilty of murder by a Supreme Court jury. Mr. Justice Murray sentenced the man. Why did you do that? I don't know, because I... It was weird, Mr. Justice. Justice. Mr. Justice. (laughs) Don't you just say... now Now we say Justice Murray. Anyway, I'll say it my way. Justice Murray sentenced the man, John Charles Housden, is that right? Yeah. 23 of Rabina Street, Frankston, to be imprisoned for the term of his natural life. Housden had pleaded not guilty to, to the murder of Miss Lillian Meal. Mole, I think it was. Was it Mole? Yeah. Uh, 77 at her home in Heather Hill Road, Frankston, on oh, the 20th of October. walk along Heather Hill Road to go to school. Wow. My school was on Heather Hill Road. The jury had oh, no, earlier been told Sorry. that Housden broke into Miss Mole's home, intending to steal from her and attacked her when she surprised him in the kitchen. Mr. Frank... Hender, prosecuting, said that Housden had punched, kicked and continually assaulted the old lady before dragging her into a bedroom where he sexually assaulted her with a bottle. Mm. He then stabbed her in the heart with a bread knife. He tried to dispose of the body by cutting it up with a saw, but finding he could not go through with it, stole $30 from Miss Mole's purse, called a taxi and left the house. Mr. Hender said Housden later told police that he had to kill Miss Mole after she found him in her house because they knew each other and she could have identified him. Mm. In an unsworn statement to the jury, Housden said he became frightened when the old lady started yelling and screaming at him. And after it was all over, it didn't seem like I'd really done it, he said. I didn't mean to kill her or hurt her. 
he told the jury. The judge said it was expected that the executive council would take Housden's psychiatric uh, condition into account and make appropriate arrangements for his custody. And I think they assessed a psychiatrist assessed him, and that was um, read out during the court case that he had the mental age of a child. I was actually going to say to you, when you interacted with him, did you find him someone that would panic and a little bit? Um, he just seemed unaware of stuff going on around him. The more I think about it, he used to often turn up at. So I would follow the the Dolphins, which was the Frankston Footy Club, right. and he would be there at that. And I think the cricket. So he would often turn up at. The sports and stuff in mm. Frankston, but that last time that I saw him, and it was we were all dancing on uh, the pier hotel, and he was just sort of dancing with his arms and legs flailing around, yeah, uh, unaware that other people were kind of going, "Hey, mate, you know, <laughs> look steady on." If he's if he's NQR, which he is, yeah, which he is, and there's probably there's another little bit tidbit in a. In another article that Tammy found, it says, after a Pentridge psychiatrist, Dr. Alan Bartholomew, told the court that Mr. Housden had lower IQ levels than most men of a similar age, Mm. Mr. Housden stood up to read his own unsworn statement to the jury. Mm. Um, Yeah. yeah, It kind of fits with what I remember. Yeah. Just a tragic story. I know. The sexual assaulting bit's a bit weird. Like, if you're. um, But the point with that was that he was just a guy who was just always there at stuff. He yeah, would just yeah. be, Normal you know. Normal kind of guy amongst the group, just a little bit exactly. weird, but accepted him. It was, it was when we yeah. did the fish man story. That's right. A little right. weird, but everyone knew he was weird, so they accepted him. Yeah. Then he. And then he went and did, done that. Did that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit more feedback for you. And this is on, um, actually, if you are on our Dead Bodies Facebook page, you will have noticed we put a little update there on there about the babies of Tomb that we covered in um, episode 28. So this is just for those who aren't on Facebook. Uh, And thank you to Rosa Cleary, our eagle-eyed listener, who spotted this in the Irish Times and, um, and tipped us off. The, do you remember we spoke about the mass grave at, yes, at yeah, story. In County Galway, uh, which they suspect contains the remains of hundreds of young children? The excavation of that grave is due to begin this year, wow. 2019. Yeah, finally. Um, they say there are, if you missed the story, 790. What are you doing? If you What are you doing listening now if you didn't listen <laughs> to that episode? What? Did you just got offended? <laughs> like... Go back to 26, listen to that. Don't randomly I'm listen not to going this episode. To repeat myself. Because this episode will reference other episodes. A exactly. Lot. So please. Um, yes. So uh, they're saying in the second half of this year is when they will start that. Mm. Now, we did have, oh, I've got a present for you. Oh. Um, so Barbara is one of our lovely listeners. I don't know about you talking about dead babies and then saying you've got a present for me, but continue. Actually, I've got two presents for you. Oh. One is that's from Barbara, who's one oh. of our listeners, and she knitted some Christmas decorations, and that one's for you. She's lovely. She's really sweet. She made a, a Christmas bandana for Harvey. And I'm while I've dead. got, I know that's so sweet. I know she's adorable. And this is also a present from me. I, I'm not. I didn't buy you a whole packet of Pixters. Remember we were talking about <gasps> your teeth? Yes. How you have to take my earring yeah. off to get shit out of my teeth? I was too mean to go and buy you a whole packet, but there's one. That's a fresh one, and that's the have packet, you so you know it? what you're looking for. No, but have okay. a go of it right now. Well, and no, can, I'm going to save it. We're not sponsored by Pixters, but if they hear this and they get a big surge in sales because I'm recommending, can they sponsor us? Because at the moment we're losing money doing this. <laughs> 
not making a cent, actually losing Don't money. Tell people that. <laughs> I know what losers we are. Anyway, let me keep going. Um, that was from Barb. That just because we had an email from Barb. Thank uh, you, and it's actually and thank you, Barb. That's very sweet. Well, she's she's Christmas shared something. It's a lovely time of the year, and I love Christmas. It's very it's cute. nice. I had a St Kilda themed one for my Christmas tree. Um, Barb says, uh, "Old girls just finished listening to the one episode twenty six on Tume. This story has hit home. My mum, she passed away in two thousand and fourteen, aged ninety four, gave birth to her first son in nineteen forty two. She was 22 and gave birth at a hospital where the nuns looked after her. Mum always told my brother, uh, my sister and myself that the nun took him away from her because they said he wasn't well. Mum never got to hold him, Mm. but she had heard him cry. Until earlier this year, we never ever knew what happened to him, and we know Mum never knew either. My brother was going through papers and found that Geoffrey, is his name, was buried at Faulkner Cemetery. My mother never ever knew this. Uh, here is a picture of his grave that my brother found. He has been placed with others in the area, and there are others buried all around in unmarked graves. She says, sorry, had to share. Don't apologise, Barbara. I meant Barbara. And she sent us a picture of, it's just grass. And there's a tiny little sign. Like, you know, when you bury a pet in a garden, you put a little sign there. I know. It's so really sad. sad. Yeah. Uh, and this one from also on Tume from Marlon on our Facebook page. Uh, hi, Dee and Chanel. It needs to be said that this is easily – oh, oh it's nice things. I wasn't expecting that. Oh. I'm reading it out loud about us. Oh, it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Easily my favourite podcast by Miles. Thank you, Marlon. Did I say that right? Oh, Marlon. Uh, Oh, it goes on, says more nice things. Uh, That nun's story shattered me. I was driving to work and cried at the thought of those innocent children. I mentioned it to a friend who said that awful case uh, came out of Ireland, was just starting to to debate decriminalising abortion last year. Wow. They really are behind it, aren't they? Abortion's... In Ireland, are they not? You can't do that. Are they still illegal there? They're legal in Australia and they're safe and they're common. Um, uh, Marlon says there was more than one old home for unwed mothers where hundreds of babies' bodies were found buried or hidden. It was really horrific but got heaps of attention over there but definitely took the wind out of the Catholic churches. But we're pro-life and care about women argument. Fucking hypocrites. That's Marlon, not me. I don't swear. That could be you and me. I, di- I don't swear, Chanel. Um, we got a new boss. Yep. And uh, he asked me if I had messaged someone <laughs> before his arrival asking, saying, who the fuck's the new guy? <laughs> <laughs> and I had. <laughs> and he said, it's fine. I enjoy that kind of swearing too. And I was so relieved. <laughs> Why did that person tell him that I messaged them? That? Yeah, yeah, rude. Anyway, Watch your colleagues. I know, yeah, right. Uh, Marlon says. Anyhow, please keep sharing amazing stories. And Chanel, for your sanity, please elope. And that's before the announcement of oh! your engagement. <laughs> uh, no, I know. Kiss, I can't kiss, elope. Marlon. I've been through this. <laughs> they will travel. They will. They will travel. I don't know. Uh, That's bonus episode. Guess what? There'll be one out on Monday. 
Dead Bodies is created by D.D. Dunleavy and Chanel Vela and produced by Kirsten Lim Howe. Contact us at deadbodiespodcast at gmail.com.